Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me at Clotho Spindle on Twitter. And today I'm joined with Guile. Hi, I'm Guile, and I tweet at Door Podcast. And Chicky. Hi, I am Chicky. I'm at the Chikrin on Twitter. And we're going to be discussing Brand's seventh chapter, and it's the final chapter in A Clash of Kings. Um, all the usual. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking back, and I think if I was reading that right, did we start in like May of 2021? Like it's been almost a year and a half. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> been a little over yeah. a year. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's, yeah, we're, we're we got there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, our usual trigger warnings for potential discussions of rape and violence. Um, so okay, let's I guess jump right in with uh. Bran's been having one of his warg dreams, and he's been in this thing for three days. So they're, they kind of described how they're trying to drip water in his mouth and put a little honey on his lips and things. I, I don't know. You know, it's kind of fantastical. You know, he's not wasting away. Um, <laughs> in the dream, he witnesses the attack and Winterfell burning. Um, uh, Jojen and Amira had been all this time trying to wake him up. And, you know, they're telling him he's gone too long and he could starve. And Jojen reminds him that, you know, in the dreams, he's, you know, he's eating as the wolf, but that's not him. He's not eating. He needs to be here. He needs to eat, takes care, take care of his body, etc. Um, you know, but Bran's, I'd rather be Bran the Beastling, as he puts it, than in his own body, because he's Bran the Broken. Um, he feels like uh, he even he you know he thinks about like why would I want to give this up because he remembers like reaching out to Ghost and you know he doesn't know if this you know he sort of is this a dream was this real but he even John once so you know he's kind of like why are they you know he wants to live that life why are they pulling me back and um... it was when the first part of the chapter when you know he's experiencing being pulled back it was weird because when I was reading it I was actually initially reading it as summer and as oh, summer yeah. like being forced out of like oh. his own control by Bran. and i mean reading further it's like no yeah. that's not what they're saying but i was interpreting that and then having like you know feeling a certain way <laughs> about like what he's doing to the animals which yeah. i mean we see that obviously later with like vermeer sixkins chapter and stuff mm-hmm. but just that like the violation of the animal spirit. And I was feeling really bad. Like, yeah. Because whole, I mean, that's like, gotta be horrible feeling. Like, yeah. The whole did the dog die thing, you know, and just like, Oh, poor, you know, poor summer, like yeah. not, you know, kind of being shoved into the darkness. Like, uh, so I guess yeah. like when Bran was feeling shoved into the darkness of the cave, for whatever reason, my brain was interpreting it as summer, like, feeling you know, I mean but it could be it could be hard I've like always that, felt you know? like there is a there yeah. is a melding though I think when they are warging the animals I think there is a melding of them with the animals so I think it was partly summer uh-huh. and okay Bran I mean like you have Bran calling Shaggy Dog his brother which is obviously more summer speaking yeah. you know I think yeah, it's I both it's less of a violation when it's like their special animal that they've like bonded oh. to than you know some you know like Arya warging into the cat or something that she doesn't have yeah. a special relationship with, maybe. Oh, and maybe like if it's 
like someone they don't know because like oh that the, the just they're just taking them over maybe that's more traumatized you know i don't know maybe it's more traumatizing in that and, sense if it was know, a stranger than him well and like you said we see with veramir six skins like I some animals are more more welcoming of this than others and yeah. some hate it more than others yeah it's like it just, a case by case yeah i had to like express my my indignation for the animal's sake i guess yeah yeah, I, I think that. Well, could, I think yeah. I think that's right. I mean, yeah. brand brand goes around uh, pushing moral boundaries a lot with this wording. So yeah, because yeah, he's like, why why wouldn't I want to do this? Yeah, he's not really thinking yeah. about summer or anybody else's permission. <laughs> well, yeah. and it's funny, like you know, I was just I was telling these guys offline that I was fostering a dog and talking about it doesn't have the bite inhibition because it was like you know taken away from its mother too soon. And I mean, kind of the same thing with Bran in a way is mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Like yeah. he hasn't like. He's too young to have learned, like, to, like, learn lessons about how, I mean, maybe there's no appropriate way to war. Like, maybe that that's just, like, yeah. a thing that shouldn't exist. But in any case, he's, like, what, an eight-year-old child that is being, you know, given this, that has this ability that has no, like, no one teaching him the morality yeah. of it yeah. at this point right. anyway. Yeah, he's being, yeah, pretty selfish with it. Yeah, um, jeez. And, uh. They're hiding in this dark, uh, in the crypts. And, you know, he describes how they're sleeping a lot because there's, you know, the light, you know, it's dark. It's just, there's nothing else to do. Um, uh, Osha, Hodor, Mira, Jojen, Rickon, and Bran. And they're all kind of, they mentioned they're like, have this, you know, the food's getting low. Little, you know, a little bit of water left. And they, they just, he describes it as like they're in the mouth of Eddard Stark's empty tomb. Um, I guess that's where they're kind of been hanging out and... You know, Bran's kind of thinking he feels, co- you know, I don't know how everybody else probably doesn't <laughs> feels comfortable. He does, you know, because he's been down there, you know, since he was little and he finds it comforting. You know, and he, and he explains to them that he's certain at this point that it's day above and that this is all went down. And, you know, Osha's willing to say, you know, she says, Let, let's take a look. I'll take a look outside. Stay close behind me. So they kind of are going to, I guess, do reconnaissance kind of mission. Um, they, This was kind of... Did, why is there is it just the stone just fell down from all the was that just everything that happened is that why there's a stone blocking the crypt door i'm assuming yeah like from the, the battle okay okay yeah because i wonder about that <laughs> i was like okay <laughs> but uh but hodor is able to move it um enough for them to pass through and you know they're they're seeing that pretty much a brand told them is true um winterfell had been burned um one thing that i was sort of and, and i did kind of like i had to kind of look look it up just because i was kind of I had forgotten about, like, was there... It seems like some people had a theory that there was intention to burn it. Was it to blame Theon? That's what some people were saying. Because I was, because I first thought, I was like, why the hell would you burn this place? You know, but then maybe it was just too big to, like, keep hold of. I mean, do you guys kind of get a feel for, is that kind of the consensus? Well, I mean, obviously, Ramsay couldn't out, out himself as, you know, a full-blown traitor to the Starks yet at this point. And okay. he has killed um you know stark men and stark allies in this little battle that he did and then of course he turns on theon and and kills most of the ironborn and takes theon too and you know obviously because uh roos hasn't played out his own betrayal in the south yet you've 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 got to have ramsey retreat to the dread fort from here okay so basically burning it all down was just say okay look theon did this shit you know it was to do damage under the cover cover of theon doing it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And then Ramsey presents himself as the hero who took Theon, you know. It's just such a, just horrible, the way they describe it, like the beams are all, you know, it's basically everything except even some of the stone, you know, walls collapsed, but the granite walls, pretty much it's down, like stayed intact, but other things came down. Um, anything would, obviously, um, the, even down to the cellars, like they describe these, you know, yeah. sort of dull burning fires and storehouses, like horrible, like what, what a mess. Just, oh, God. Yeah. So they see ravens and dogs, you know, picking at the dead, the corpses, but no, they're not running to anybody. Um, and Osha comments, oh, and also Shaggy Dog and Summer join them. They kind of come appear out of the broken tower door. And at this point, they're kind of like, well, let's like, you know, we're going to look around. They're going to try to see what's going on, see if anybody, I guess any, you know, Stark's people on that side are still alive and gather some food and things. But, you know, Osha's kind of like, we need to make haste and not take too long doing this. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this isn't a good situation. Um, and she's, you know, she's commenting that if the gods are good, as she puts it, they'll take whoever did this work, you know, with them too. And, uh, and oh, and that was at the point where Bran did say, you know, he says it's Theon, but she pointed out that, okay, look, there's dead Ironmen everywhere. Um, and there's somebody else with that Dreadfort sigil. So, yeah, they're kind of getting an idea of like what went down. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah, this is pretty because you think about it well, like this is bleak God. this is this is a real yeah. nader you know i mean we start out as winterfell as this yeah. you know strong bastion in the north you know and here we are it's literally like the level of destruction yeah. kind of mm-hmm. and it's they talk about it like it's pretty architectural feat you know with the with the hot springs and the, it sounds you know pretty like well built it doesn't sound like i mean this was like just to think of it being destroyed in this manner is just kind of depressing. Well, and like there's, you know, this whole thing of that basically it was destroyed from within in a way, yeah. you know, where you have Theon and then, you know, Ramsay tricking his way in and all this, you know, wow. just kind of underhandedness that it takes to bring Winterfell down. Yeah, just for the kids to see that. Now, Rick and uh, throughout this, you know, I've kind of like hadn't mentioned that, but he's kind of, you know, been crying and yelling, you know, trying to get him to be quiet, but and he he's obviously stressed. Home, yeah, you know? he doesn't. Yeah, like he. He doesn't understand that, you know, he can't just go back up to his room and everything is going to be the way it was. Like, he's too young to, like, understand that, you know, everything's over, basically. Well, and imagine, imagine keeping, like, a four-year-old cooped up in crypts (sighs) for, like, you know, as long as they have. Yeah. nightmare. I'm sure he is at the end of his rope. Just, and the trauma after trauma after trauma, because parents leave, then, you know, then that, you know... They were attacked. And they and, oh, yeah. And, just, so yeah, and I mean, they, yeah. we know, or at least I think, you know, I don't know when we know this, but, you know, they carried off all the people that were still alive to the Dreadfort. So, yeah. you know, oh. the people that he might have known that survived are all gone. Mm-hmm. Or run off. Either way. Yeah. I just thank goodness they had Osha. I mean, she just seems to be kind of the, and I know they, you know, soon to separate, but. I mean, Osha and Mira, let's shout yeah. out to them. Yeah. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Too. Yes. Like, you know, awesome. Like, just the act of, like, getting out of the crypts and going yes. up in there is, like, really freaking brave. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, you know, really brave. Yeah, just to see all that, just hold it together, you know, yeah. f- for them. And it's just, yeah, pretty impressive. Um, Summer suddenly runs towards the Godwoods as they're kind of making a circuit around the perimeter. Um, uh, they basically describe it as like, you know, 
they thought like, oh, okay, well, is this going to be burned too? But it sounds like there's that, they call it the green wood further in was pretty intact. Just a few of the drier pines toward the edge had burnt. Um, Jojen tells Bran there's power in living wood, almost as if he knew what Bran was thinking. A power as strong as fire is the quote. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I guess it's good that they didn't try to burn Cause I mean, there, there's been instances where they've destroyed like, you know, the, what is it? The heart tree. And so thank goodness that was left intact. But, uh, and speaking of at the edge of the black pool beneath the heart tree, they find master Lewin. Um, he's wounded, you know, he's, he crawled over, he's on his belly, you know, Osha's suggesting that they build a litter to carry him, but he's like, no, I'm dying, and Rickon's crying, you know, sort of protesting, no, no, and he does tell them that he knew that they hadn't been killed, because he had, you know, obviously had used to seeing their well, bodies. It was, and <laughs> yeah, it was that the one boy's legs were too, um, yeah. they were, like, basically too muscular to be brand. Mm-hmm. So I just, I... I wish Devin was on this episode because I feel like we spent a book and a half making fun of how Lewin was always wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And, you know, the last Theon chapter and then this chapter is like the mini redemption of of Lewin to me. Just like his, I mean, just like his personal kind of like integrity with Theon at at the end was kind of an impressive trait. And then here just, you know, you see like the love, like he loves those, you know, he loves Mm. those boys and just like, what a good person. Like, I think the Theon chapter is kind of like what a good maester he is. And then Mm. this is like what a good person he is, you know? So, you know, kudos to you, Lewin, you might've been wrong about everything, but yet, you know, you turned it around at the end, I think. Yeah, that is a good point. I mean, it sounds like that the Starks definitely surrounded themselves with overall, you know, so the majority of them are pretty decent people. Um, yeah, a lot of people that still well, come just, to the end. When you think about how, you know, like, I can just remember him talking about, like, basically helping Kat when she's giving birth to, you know, Bran and oh, Rick. And, gosh, and then, like, yeah. the fact that he gets to, you know, he sees them, confirms that they're okay yeah. before before he passes, like, kind of means, I mean, as emotional as, like, the very end of this chapter slash book is, like, it's kind of starts for me at this point, where it's, like, it's all downhill. Um, We do have a question, though, about Lewin, if if you're ready for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Buck O'Hare from the Discord asks, um, if Lewin will appear as part of the Weirwood consciousness, um, which I... Oh, yeah, yeah, because he's basically presumed, Mm. as we'll get to, Osha kind of gives him mercy and helps him along, so if his blood goes into the tree, does that, yeah. Hmm. That is I interesting. Mean, yeah. I've never had that thought before. That is interesting. I don't know. Cause it's like, if it's not, you know, I mean, I guess if he's dying anyway, or, but it's not intentional, but that, would that be considered like a sacrifice of the tree kind of thing? Or, you know, some kind of power. I mean, in that's unintentional, you know, yeah. well, and, you know, did Osha, I mean, they talk oh. about, did Brienne, you know, when Brienne, um, did she unintentionally make a sacrifice to the weirwoods? Like, oh. and you know, here did Osha do the same thing? You know, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's as believable as anything because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it is kind of interesting that he went there. Yeah, because he's not really. He's more of like science oriented. Is the impression? Well, he, yeah, I, I definitely don't yeah. think he believes in the old gods, but I mean yeah. that wouldn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What he believes will matter if well, that's. It's interesting yeah. that he like did he retreat here as like because you know in 
like the the Bolton should worship the old gods, so you yeah. think they wouldn't necessarily kill, yeah, specifically kill people in the gods would if that's oh, like a thing. Oh, that's true. If they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't have, I guess, destroyed. I mean, anything. if the Boltons hold anything sacred, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say for Ramses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. But I mean, you know, at this point, I would feel like the Weirwood consciousness would, you know, would certainly gain something with you know yeah. Lewin as part of it. So I hope so. Definitely that, yeah. I like the idea of that. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So they, they, they tell him after you know, he says he knew, but he wasn't sure. He, like, he knew that they weren't killed right then, but he wasn't sure what had happened to them after. But they tell him how they had hidden in the crypts. And um, Lewin tells Osha, you know, obviously they're the heirs to Winterfell, you know, after Rob, so they must not, they, you can't put them together. They have to escape separately. Um, and they're sort of discussing options, and uh, they go back and forth, and Lewin suggests White Harbor, but it pretty much admits, like, at the end of the day, he's not, he's not sure. War's everywhere, and there's going to be danger everywhere, so these are kind of, like, the best options they could come up with. Um he tells Bran he must be strong. And and this is the part where he asks Osha, you know, for a drink of water and he calls it his last boon. Um, and it only takes a few moments that she tells Mira to take the boys away and then she meets them in the yard. So that's the assumption that she probably yeah. helped him pass. Um, Osha's been through some shit. That's for sure. Right? Oh, well, yeah. and when we think about what she does, like, you know, when she came on the scene, her whole point was to get the house south. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. she doesn't uh, at this point, you know, kind of yeah. shockingly. Yeah. Oh, man. So Osha tells them that Hodor has to stay with Bran, obviously, because he's his legs, as they put it. And um, Jojen and Mira decide to travel with Bran as well. And she's going to take Rickon and Shaggy Dog as well. And then, you know, they they say their fel- farewells. Um, God, you know, that's... I just keep thinking about that because and I don't think... I mean, I guess maybe Bran would understand at this point but like god Rickon wouldn't even know like this could be the last time right yeah any of his family this could be the last well, time he sees any of his family well he might because he was yeah. scared when rob left ah uh, yeah yeah have a sense of it and like when you know when Rickon revisits the story like how is osha anything but his mom you know uh, yeah like, yeah it's just he's what he's four right there, and yes. yeah yeah yes. i mean that's his mom there, I mean, there might be some vague faint. I think that's at the edge of where you can say, oh, sometimes I remember things from maybe kindergarten, yeah. but most people don't remember much younger than, I would say, five or four. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. And, okay, so uh, so they say their farewells, and Bran asks if, are we going to go to Greywater Watch? You know, he asks Mira and Jojen, and they're like, Jojen announces that the road is north, and I'll read the little last bit. At the edge oh, of the... Can you do it without crying? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I can't. Oh, gosh. At the edge of the Wolfswood, Bran turned in his basket for one last, last glimpse of the castle that had been his life. Wisps of smoke still rose in the air, in the gray sky, but no more than might have risen from Winterfell's chimneys on a cold afternoon. Soot stains marked some of the arrow loops, and here and there uh, a crack or a missing merlin could be seen in the curtain wall, but it seemed little enough from this distance. Beyond the tops of the keeps and the towers still stood as they had for hundreds of years, and it was hard to tell that the castle had been sacked and burned at all. The stone is strong, Bran told himself. The roots of the trees go deep, and under the ground the kings of winter sit their thrones. So long as those remained, Winterfell remained. It was not dead, just broken, like me, he thought. I'm not dead either. 
<laughs> like what a beautiful ending to yeah. a book. You know, like it's just it's a just, beautiful ending. Gosh. Oh. And it pretty much sums up the whole book. It's like that yeah. destruction. Yeah. The whole book is about like just everything being destroyed. Like, yep, yep, yep. Um, we do have it's a somewhat unrelated question, <laughs> or, or more more appropriately, I didn't ask ask it at the right point. Um, from oh, it's Green okay. Sorry, it's fast from, chapter. from Reddit, um, Green Mountain Woman, who says, "I apologize if this question isn't quite timely, since it hurts." harks back to a Theon chapter, and I'm not sure which one. Um, can you clear up my confusion about the ruse which allowed Bran and Rickon to hide in the crypts? It seems that they never left Winterfell, right? But the dire wolves must have gone because Theon was tracking them. He lost them at the stream, despite going a long way both upstream and downstream. Then we see in Bran's POV that the wolves are back in Winterfell. Um, how did they get there? Did Theon just not go far enough? And they continue to say, love the podcast and listening to all the past episodes. Please don't ever stop recording. Well, okay. Right. <laughs> okay. So, so I gotta say, like, I realize I was on whatever I think the last I don't know what or not the last, but whatever Theon chapter it was when the when the when the boys went missing, and we got it wrong. I think we thought that they had left. We thought they just hid in the crypts for a night and left, and we were completely wrong that they stayed in the crypts. I don't know if either of you were on that episode. Um. So we really, we really <laughs> blundered it um, ourselves as far as... Yeah, I can't remember. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I they just stayed in the crypts and, like, had the wolves... Like, so they went in the crypts, never left. The wolves stayed out to eat, I guess. had the wolves stay out and yeah. track, okay. basically. Okay. Yes. Well, it sounds like Bran was running the summer show. Yeah. And... Yeah, so they did. They did go out and then came back and then they just stayed there. And I guess we—it's been weeks. It would seem like it sounds. And they like had a enough. Lot. Yeah, so they must have taken a ton of food down there then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever <laughs> happens, I just want you to know that I was on that episode and I know we got this one hundred percent wrong. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, and a lot of times, especially like it seems to me. It seems more so to happen with the North stuff or stuff where there's like vast amount of snow. But like, I really have to either look things up or try to visually like figure out what he's talking about is where, you know, because I'm like, where is this now? What is this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think like Winterfell itself is so much bigger than we can, than we think. Yes. And so like everything that encompasses Winterfell (laughs) is like actually like a lot. Because I'm trying to look up, I actually just tried to look up how old it is. And this map, I'm like, it's really big. Somebody like a fan made like like map of the layout and the moat and everything. It's huge. Just massive. Well, I think I can remember back in the day of writing fan fiction and like trying to look at maps of Winterfell and like figure out like places and stuff and just be like, this is stupid. You're an idiot. Stop it. Um, and they have the godswood. I thought the godswood. They had the godswood inside of it. I thought it was yeah, kind of like in the back. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then they have like the glass. You know, there's like the glass gardens that Ned oh, built. Oh god. For, yes, I remember. And that. like the the. Well, actually, I don't know if Ned built the gardens. He built a sept, but um. But it almost sounds yeah. like more advanced, like architecturally advanced, than like King's Landing. Like even maybe right. not as far as extravagance, but as far as just the things they have. Like yeah, that. Like, that's it does pretty seem cool. Like. Fair, like a fair amount of technology which is you know one of the criticisms you always hear is that like in like 500 years have there been no technological advancements yeah. in the society like you know <laughs> winterfell seriously? has it winterfell's like the it's yeah. like it's like the e-home or the what you know the, yeah. <laughs> of their the time <laughs> ned's been running the whole place from the nest app 
the weirwood is like is Alexa or something. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, it's so sad. That would be even more sad. Looking at this, that's that's a lot of doubt. Da- God, he must have loved it though. He's such a sicko. He must have loved destroying like like, like yeah. He's like rubbing his hands like like fucking Cersei <laughs> burning on the tower. Loved it. Oh, yeah. <sighs> so yeah. I don't. Is there any more mail or? No, that's it for mail. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, any more thoughts on this chapter? I liked. You know, I liked reading about the like. There's a part where kind of Bran is going through a litany of various Stark kings, and um, oh, yeah. you know, some of them were like kind of shitty, and some. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't say it like that, but it was just like, oh, I, you know, maybe instead of the Targaryen history, like, wouldn't it have been interesting to get a little bit of like. Who were the bad Starks? Like I was yes! intrigued. You know? <laughs> that would have been cool. I think that's my thing. I wouldn't mind the Targaryen history if they had maybe a little more even-handed. Let's get a history of everybody <laughs> kind of in this thing. You know, um, I have been following the House of a Dragon yeah. just via Twitter posts at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I have opinions just based on you know what characters I would like based on Twitter, which apparently I feel like I would like. Um, the old lady, Rainies. I'd like her and her husband, and then like her kids and grandkids. That's who I, I'm assuming. That's who I would like. Other everyone else, I don't know, but those seem like that's who I would be okay with. Um, and like Driftmark sounds kind of cool. And so then I did look up and like in the regular series, the current Lord of Driftmark is a six year old boy. So therefore, I've decided in any future fan fiction I would write, the you know <laughs> hypothetical future daughter of Jamie and Brienne would end up with the Lord that's, of Driftmark. That's cool. Because I'm assuming wow. he's cool. I don't know. But yeah, oh, like cool. that and like I kind of I find the Viserys Ben Affleck gifts absolutely hilarious. So I. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen those yet. I would have to look for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed, Ben Affleck. So, oh, yeah, God. I mean, I I tried to watch it. the The first episode is free on YouTube, so I tried to watch that and, and just couldn't really get into it. But I I am you know paying attention to all the Twitter things I see. So, oh gosh, that's about as much out of the trig and talk you'll get on here. I think. Oh man. Oh. Oh, you know what else I wanted to say about this chapter was it was interesting that they took um, both Ned and Brandon's swords. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ned and oh, yeah. I uh, forgot to put that in my notes. That's good you brought that. Yeah, you so, guys. Yeah. The crypt stuff was has, cool. <laughs> um, I think Bran has Rick, uh, um, Rickard's sword. Is that right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's the one that he took. Okay. Yeah. And I think Mira, does Mira have Ned's? Is that I think because they said it was really has, heavy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that was, I mean, well, and there's that whole thing about how the, the swords are what keep the, the souls in the crypts or oh, the spirits yeah. in, the, in, in the crypts. So those spirits are loose, I guess. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that, that like that is good that you guys both brought up. Uh, the crypt stuff was pretty cool in this chapter. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a sad ending to the book. And we'll never get a happier one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. (sighs) Okay, well, (laughs) I guess we can wrap this one up and move onward. (laughs) 
And you can reach us at closethedoorend at gmail.com on Tumblr. Close the door and come here at tumblr.com. Submit questions to the chapter threads on the Jamie and Brienne subreddit. And follow us on Twitter at Door Podcast. Uh, please like, review, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, any place that you listen. And support us on Patreon at Close the Door. I'm closing the door. Get out.